Enterprise is a new podcast hosted by Gene Hopkins, Chief Marketing Officer at Lola.com. Gene has built and led marketing teams, authored top-selling marketing materials, and served on advisory boards all around Greater Boston. With Table Fries, Gene sets out to interview every woman working at Lola.com. Gene will talk about motivation, what makes a good day, and we'll connect the dots between guests in a special way. At Table Fries, there's always room to share. So grab small plates and don't forget the dipping sauce. To find all the new and previous episodes of Table Fries, check out your favorite podcast platforms or visit us at lola.com slash table fries. And don't forget, Gene is building Boston's next great B2B marketing team at lola.com. So be sure to stay updated on new roles at the lola.com careers page. Table Fries, where sharing is caring. Everybody and welcome to today's edition of Table Fries. With me is Lisa Miller. She's the president and co-founder of Three Media Web, a fantastic digital agency uh, based in Hudson, Massachusetts. And she's joining me today because we're talking about a huge event that they're going to be having on October 22nd at Laugh Boston. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me today, Jean. It's so <laughs> excited to be here. Yeah, I spoke at your event last year in 2019, and you're going bigger and better. You're going to go yeah. big this. Yeah, and we're going to go funny. Funnier, funnier. Okay, all right. That's a good idea. I like to ask kind of the same questions so that people can learn about each other. And it's a way my podcast for Table Fries is really all about women sharing with women, particularly sharing a lot. That's the whole concept behind Table Fries. Why don't you tell me a single word that would best describe you? You already said Canadian to me earlier, so but that's not a descriptive. That's a location. So what would describe you? I guess just outgoing. I get excited about everything. Passionate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. We have lots of people that have told us about some of the things that they're very focused on. What was the last book you read? Did you like it? Did you not like it? So the last book I actually finished was (laughs) Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So that was kind of a mellow uh, Joe Dispenza. He's all about like meditation. And I've done some meditation with someone you know, Kevin Conklin. Oh, really? Yeah, Kevin, yeah. At Ipswich, yes. He's a great um, guy. He also lives in Hudson. So I read the Joe Dispenza book. That was my last book. And it was awesome. I've started another book called Born a Crime, which is about the guy that hosts... Noah Trevor. Yes, yes. I'm reading it with my daughters. Are you? It's so. a, actually, he has an audible version of that as well. And yeah. I've listened to the audible. That's what we're doing. We're doing the audible. Yeah. And he's hilarious. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. so it's a great book. It's a very good book. And he is such a great speaker and totally an inspiration. When you go home at the end of the day, Lisa, how do you know it's been a good day? What does a good day look like to you? Well, I love my job, so it's always usually a pretty good day at work, but when I get home and I see my daughters, uh-huh. and I look to the second part of my day, you know, the first part of your day, you get up and you're like, I have to work, but people don't really think about, like, I'm going to come home at night, and then I'm going to get to see my daughters and hang out <laughs> with them, so the second part of the day is almost like what gets me through the first part of the day, because well, I have nice. something else to look forward to, so I love coming home, being with my daughters, sometimes we do stuff, they have obviously their activities, but they're awesome, they're 11 and 12, so. 11 and 12, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's such awesome. a good. That's a great age. Yeah. I have twin 21-year-olds. I swear if I never showed up again, they probably wouldn't miss me. It's like, oh, Mom, I haven't seen you for two weeks. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, that'll change when they need you for something. Again, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That, that is true. <laughs> Speaking of youngsters, what is the one piece of advice you'd give to your 18-year-old self? 
Oh, my God. I can only give one thing. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's okay. I mean, a lot of people um, uh, actually say to, like, loosen up, realize that it's not all that serious. Mm-hmm. There's no blood involved, those kinds of things. So what kind of advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? As you raise your daughters right now, mm-hmm. they're 11 and 12, mm-hmm. and you're trying to keep them focused on yeah. the bigger picture. But what, what would you say to your 18-year-old self? So I would say, you know, I feel like a lot of younger people nowadays worry about stuff a mm-hmm. lot, and I think that's just the generation they're being brought up in but that's even something I've had to learn myself is to not worry about things before they happen like just do them so I had something going on this week oh I had an event last night and instead of worrying about it I just had to convince myself it was going to be okay it was going to be great and once I took that worry like off my plate it just made my life so much more enjoyable and I just try to live by that I think everybody should try to live by that but we're all so caught up in worrying about stuff that it's like why are we worrying because everything always works out like and then if it doesn't work out what's the absolute worst thing that can happen and prepare yourself for that. So I think so many people spend so much time worrying with anxiety and it's not good, you know? Well, sometimes that happens (laughs) with people speaking in front of other people. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that happens where people become very nervous. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to do a Toastmasters group here Mm -hmm. at Lola. And most of them are engineers that are talking and they really want to be able to stand up in front of people and feel confident. And sometimes it's practice. It's Mm -hmm. nothing more than practice. And I, I told you about, I was I did a speaking thing a few days ago and the people that were ahead of me ran over by 20 minutes and I felt obligated to like pick up the slack so I just talked faster (laughs) it also it messed me up because I didn't do as good a job as I could have done because that lack of courtesy in that Mm -hmm. particular regard but it was in my head it was all my head so anyway last minute trying to cut down like a 60 minute talk to a 40 minute talk how are you supposed to like finagle that in the last minute (laughs) well the way that they were talking to that particular group one slide was one person the second slide was the next person and they were very very dense slides good information great information Mm -hmm. but there was nothing what could you take away from it when I I was sitting in the very front row and I was looking at this that I was learning yet I also felt somewhat what what did you want people to kind of take away from something like that Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure there were ever any takeaways and they ended up because the moderator and the head of the conference were both standing right next to the stage because they were clearly over time way over time (laughs) and so their last slide was oh you can just read this yourself and then move on so instead of closing out Mm -hmm. their presentation it was just kind of a limp exit so I felt bad for them and I it felt bad for the attendees Mm -hmm. as well sounds like a lot of (laughs) note-taking yeah it was it it really really was what's your worst job what's the worst job you ever have most of them involve food service so I'm just gonna say there's a lot of food (laughs) service jobs here Uh, it does so when I was like like 12 or 13 I scooped ice cream at really? this little ice cream stand and it was in the Kmart parking lot it was a little barn oh. and I mean I loved it and I ate a lot of ice cream <laughs> but I tweaked my wrist like so every time I would scoop the ice cream my wrist would hurt oh my gosh because from just doing that and I was a child so I wasn't like fully developed like physically so to this day my wrist I still can't scoop ice cream very well like as really? soon as I scoop it just goes <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. wow no workman's comp there was that a Canadian thing oh uh, yeah you you were able to work at 12 or 13 yeah, in Canada. Yeah, child labor. Like child labor, yes. I made um, a lot of money, too. Did you? For a 12-year-old, yeah. yeah. How did you end up picking your career path, Lisa? What exactly, I mean, did, did was it just serendipitous? Did you kind of fall into it, or was it very purposeful? 
Um, so I think I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like I've always wanted to own my own business, even though I have worked in corporate. And I just feel like I would feel sorry for anybody that has to manage me. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Um, but no, I just I just love learning new things. And I feel like my background is in journalism and public relations. So I'm a writer uh-huh. by trade, but I'm also kind of a designer. So I kind of fell into like freelancing in college. And then when I got a real job, I ended up going to an agency. I've always known that I was going to own my own agency and grow uh-huh. it and do something really great. But when I was younger and had my first experiences, I decided to get married and have a family. And so I had to like kind of put that on hold. So I'm kind of like reinventing myself. Uh At 45, I merged my agency with somebody else and it's going to get even better. (laughs) Yeah, it is. You're you're making these huge, huge (laughs) steps. Do you have a favorite teaching moment? Do you have a moment at which you like to teach people something? Is there, is, or is there something that you've been taught that really opened your eyes, whether it's meditation or whatever it is? Do you, is there something that you can say, wow, that really made a difference? Mm-hmm. I think that um, just having people like slow down. You know, everybody's mm. always in such a hurry that if you sometimes just slow down mm. and look at something, and maybe this is kind of from meditation, but looking at something from outside of your body, like Uh how someone's acting or how you're acting or how Uh a situation's going down, always like pretending you're not in it and looking down at it. Just removing yourself. Yeah. It's how we react to things. Right, right. And I mean, I think that when you look at it from an outside perspective and not your own, if you can take yourself out and be like, okay, if that wasn't me, so when people act certain ways in situations, like if they could just get out of their own bodies and look at how they act, they would fix their behavior and not just your behavior but your work or your relationships yeah. or whatever it might be we're always like stuck in them we never are outside yeah, of them good, that's a good point you know it's it, it is hard to remove yourself from that and look at yourself objectively mm-hmm. I mean how many people really have a high degree of self-awareness mm-hmm. we think we know something mm-hmm. I had a little argument with my husband this morning and we were talking about politics my least favorite topic <laughs> in the planet and I started to say something and he just like talked right over over me Mm -hmm. and because he assumed what I was going to say and it was like how did you know what I was going to say because you know what I wasn't going there Mm -hmm. and he said well I just feel like that's what you were going to say and I said well I wasn't and that really kind of made me angry and he said well I don't want you to leave angry like well stop (laughs) talking over me you know (laughs) let me finish a sentence will you anyway uh, what's your favorite extracurricular activity extra or hobby Lisa Um, other than your children I know and like I just I really love my job right now so in the past I've played music and you know done stuff like that but for some reason right now my work is like my passion 24 7 is it really if I'm not so you know I have this other company that I run the Metro West Women's Network and Mm -hmm. it's basically nonprofit, and I do it volunteer and that is kind of like my fun and my passion Mm -hmm. outside of work even though it's kind of work but I love just being with people and meeting people and hearing their stories I like gain all my energy from that isn't that wonderful yeah and then like someday maybe I'll go back to music when I mellow out a little bit. What's your instrument? (laughs) I play a little bit of piano, a little bit of guitar, and I sing, but like not professional (laughs) or anything, just like with my kids and my boyfriend and stuff like that. That's great. Which organizations do you support? Now, you did talk about the Metro West Women's Organization, and we talked about the home... Heading home. Heading home, I'm sorry. Yes, heading home, something that Lola's involved with, and so you want to talk about that a little bit Yeah. other ones? Yeah, so the one that 3Media Web has been supporting for the last year is called Fresh Start Furniture Bank. Oh. 
And like one of the things that I wanted to start in our company is like, if you want to make change or change the world, start at home, you start in your own community. They had lost their building about a year and a half ago and they had nowhere to go. So we got involved with a fundraiser trying to help them and they literally had no budget. So we created like this social media dream team and helped them gain more exposure. And they eventually moved to this other location and we've just helped them totally increase their social media and get more followers and get the, the brand out there. But one really cool thing was so they kind of went from almost closing down to winning small nonprofit or small nonprofit in Massachusetts of the year or something like that. Oh, fantastic. So they won that award maybe six months later. Wow. And so, you know, we were all an integral team part of that. And so we were just still working with them and helping them do stuff. So now we're taking on possibly getting a little bit more involved with heading home again, like starting at home, helping homelessness in Boston. And because we're through Media Web's expanding our footprint, we can kind of expand our nonprofit footprint. Too. So we're excited to see where that might go. And we don't really know what we're going to do yet, but because we're still in conversations. But they're super fun. We went to their event. We think everyone there is great, and we can't wait to do something with them. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Do you have a pet? I have multiple pets. Uh-oh. <laughs> I might get teary-eyed right now, but um, I did have a cat named Lady who was 18. She had three legs. Had to put her down Aww. like three weeks ago. Oh, um, but she's um, left by, she has a brother and another brother. So we have two cats. <laughs> and I have a dog and then I also have a rat Um, the rat is actually my favorite pet and then my son who's in the marines wanted to give his sisters a gift for Christmas gave them a bearded dragon so we have a lot of pets in my house I guess so it's like a little zoo a bearded dragon I'm like I don't even know what to do with this thing how do you feed it you feed it like little crickets crickets yeah you go to the cricket store we have a whole Alyssa who um who works uh, she's running our international program right now and she is so funny and she'll talk about when she worked at a pet store and she was responsible for the crickets Mm -hmm. and then she was emptying them all and they were all like flying all over the place (laughs) and it's a great cricket story remember the crickets so we're just about to wrap this up right now do you have a question for me yeah I have a question for you so how do you want to give back to women like moving forward I know you've been in technology for a long time and you've made a huge difference for women and been an instrumental influence to lots of people that I actually know that look up to you and so where do you want to go with that in the future well I I like being a mentor. I try to be very conscious about connecting with women and uh, the B2B MX Marketing Exchange event that I went to, we had a number of mentoring sessions where as a CMO, I signed up. I'm good in the early morning. It's a great thing for like 15 minutes. What's your question? What's your concern? How can I help you? Because I have both breadth and depth of experience with a wide variety, publicly traded startups, PEs, you know, all those kinds of things to be able to say, this is what the universe looks like. Because I feel like a lot of people people. Kathleen's a good example. Kathleen worked for me as an intern. Uh, She's our producer, everybody that's uh, producing this particular segment. She was an intern for me two, three summers ago when she was between her. She was a rising junior at Wake Forest and she worked as an intern for me. And then she applied when she graduated this past just I guess so June of 2019 and she started here and it really is very often who you know and how you have a chance to be able to reach out to people and Kathleen has always been great about maintaining those contacts one thing that I'm a huge believer in I wish more women would take the time to either ask for a recommendation on LinkedIn or provide recommendations for other women on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn if you're a vendor if you're a somebody that works with women we don't spend enough time 
time tooting our own horns. So mm -hmm. to answer your question, I think we all need to learn how to toot our own horns a lot more. So wrapping this up again, I just want to say thank you to Lisa Miller about the event on October 22nd. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be, woohoo, it's going to be a great event. I'm going to have an opportunity to be able to speak at that event. And I'm so glad that you were able to join us today, Lisa. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me so much. It's been Whoa. fun. Great. been listening to table fries with host gene hopkins from lola.com on the funnel radio network be sure to subscribe on tablefries.com table fries is brought to you by lola.com super simple corporate travel software from the travel innovators who brought you kayak whether you want better visibility into travel spend help managing your corporate travel program or 24 7 human powered support while you're on the road Lola.com is the perfect solution. Lola.com, a better way to travel for business.